Hello, you're listening to K-Drama in Room 343. This is future Christina editing, and I've noticed that as I was editing, we kept on referring to this episode as episode 5, but this is actually episode 6, so keep that in mind. So sorry to confuse you, but yes, this is episode 6. Alright, back to the show. Hope you enjoy! Welcome back to K-Drama in Room 343. I'm your host, C. Choi, a.k.a. Christina, and I'm with my co-host, Kimmy, a.k.a. Joanne. Okay, so we just watched episode 5, and we are going to talk about episode 5 of Dream High. This episode, honestly, it was very dry. Nothing like, happened. Nothing happened. So, um, in the beginning, of course, there's a flashback because they need to prep us on the previous episode. So, Samdong had taken the fall <laughs> taken the flower pot instead of Hemi. <laughs> and he faints after saving Hemi. And then they do like this awkward like scene mix where he's like fixing the graffiti, the bully graffiti um of Hemi, the, the scary Hemi. And he's like changing it to make her look like an angel and he like drew wings and stuff. And then like he like turned around and it made it seem like He was the angel. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Why? I mean I guess since he like risked his life to save Hemi. So anyways, there's an ambulance and Samdong goes to the hospital and then um Jinguk finds the button among the shattered flower pot. And um, like we mentioned in the last episode, uh, the culprit is Pecky. So Pecky is like in this dressing room and she's like shaking. You can see the missing button from her, um, from her wrist. And um, she has the same watch and she's like shaking. Obviously like in shock herself, like what did I just do? Then don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> and then Samdo is in the emergency clinic and he's getting like stitches. But also, but like maybe it was such an emergency but he wasn't wearing any like patients. Patient yeah, he wasn't wearing the gown. He was just wearing his like school uniform and they were doing emergency surgery. Mm-hmm. Anyways. So Oh Hyuk tries to contact Samdong's mom, but his mom went somewhere and could not come to the phone because she doesn't have a cell phone. And so um this other lady who was in the house <laughs> Well, why is she in, in the house? Yeah, why was she in the house? Maybe she got asked to look over it. Oh, like house watch, yeah. maybe? Yeah, maybe. So this other lady picks up and we always like, can you just tell Samdong's mom when she comes back? And she's like, okay, yeah, sure. So Kemi didn't wash her hand with blood, is what I have in my notes. Oh, she had, so she was like carrying, not carrying, she was but like, like cradling her, his yeah, head because Samdong's head. she was on the ground unconscious after getting hit with mm-hmm. the flower pot. And then you saw in the last episode when she lifts her hand up, it's like covered in blood. Yeah. And... She didn't From wash then her until she's waiting outside of the operation room, she didn't wash that crusty hand. Like, I mean, I understand she's like in shock. Like, but like, wash her hand. <laughs> like, and oh then Jingu comes and wipes away her hand with the wet wipe. She's like crying, saying that it's all her fault and that she shouldn't have brought Samdong to Seoul because the situation happened. happened. Yeah. Like, if it weren't for her, then maybe, like, he wouldn't have been in this mess. And then Jinguk's, like, trying to comfort her, saying that everything's gonna be okay. So, um, it turns out that there's no found damages in Samdong's brain, but he's still unconscious, so he could have some unknown damages to the brain, which is a very, like, 
real thing. Yeah. And I, th- I feel like the doctor mentioning this is kind of like like a foreshadowing. Premonition. Yeah. Hint, hint. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, Samdong Sam is still lying on the hospital bed and he does like this flashback. Even though he's unconscious, he's able to do a flashback. <laughs> and um, he goes back to when he was singing for his mom. Like his mom asked him to sing. Like, let me determine like how good you are and stuff. And so he sings, and his mom and both, like they both cry. And his mom asks him if he wants to be a singer like his dad, and if that's the reason why he wants to go to Seoul. And Samdong's like, no, that's not really like the reason. reason. There's another reason. And we're like, oh no, is the reason no. he can't be? Oh no. And then that's what his mom asks, and he's like, no, that's yeah. not why. And, like, and then his why. mom's like, does she really like you? And then he's like, I think so. No, he said, yes, she does. And then Samdong awakes. And then he sees Hemi sleeping beside him. Like this is also a very common Yeah, this is also a very common Korean drama like trope. Like whenever the main character is, or not even the main one character, of the main one of the main characters are lying in a hospital bed, like the side character or like the, the counterpart. Other main yeah, the counterpart will like hold their hand, like caress their hand, and like just fall asleep next to them. Yeah, it's very common. Go home. Very common in Korean drama. Very common. Very Okay, and so he sees Hemi sleeping beside him, so he like switches place. So obviously the only other thing you can do would be to, you know, put her into the hospital bed and then... This switch. guy just got surgery! He got hit on the head with a flower pot. <laughs> he got surgery, so urgent, they couldn't change him out of his school He was uniform. unconscious for, like, for the last few he, hours. He had a dream about his mother, and then he wakes up and he sees her and goes, Oh, like, she must be tired, and puts... Her, her in the hospital bed. It's like, you gotta rest. Like, seriously, like, you just got out of surgery. How did you have the energy to lift? I know. Like, I, I can't even do that, like, when I'm fully, like, fine. And then he's just sitting in the oh, in man. the chair next to the bed waiting for her to wake up. And she wakes up and she's like, are you okay? Whatever. And then they hug. And then there's this creepy door sliding. The oh, door my. is just creepily closing. And, and you see Jingu. the... Oh my god. <laughs> Another thing. Okay, if so there's a hospital the, scene, there's at least three things that need to be included. Yes. Number one is that there is a, a person on the side who's nurturing mm-hmm. them and then falling asleep on eventually falls asleep <laughs> with their head on the bed. And then the second thing that must happen after this is that the actual sick person wakes, wakes up, up and sees this perfectly healthy person and switches place with them. <laughs> and then the third thing is somebody... Or like puts a blanket around Oh my god, like, yes, put the blanket on top. And then the third thing is, someone must be creepily watching from behind yeah, the sliding door. So it's apparent now there's a love triangle. Anyways, moving on. <laughs> she doesn't like either of them. <laughs> and she makes that very clear. <laughs> very clear. But I don't know why they like her, because they're always like, oh, like she has no manners. Yeah. Anyways, Jason overhears Ayu talking uh, to Jingu, which I assume is Jingu, mm-hmm. on the phone about Samdong. Samdong is going to be alright, and he woke up and everything, and Jason's like, oh, did, um, is he okay? And then Ayu, like, kind of falls, falls backwards. Because, like, she's surprised because he came in so close. He's like, he moved really close, and then he's like, is Samdong okay? And then she's like, <laughs> and she she's just, like, like falls overwhelmed. Back. Yeah. <laughs> and she has trouble getting up, and Jason helps her up. Ayu is, is also feeling that, like, 
excitement or pilsuk. I keep saying I use, but pilsuk is feeling like she has a crush on Jason basically, and because they had this interaction, she's so happy. <laughs> she's like jumping up and down, and, and then in the background we see that celebrity girl linking arms with Jason. So we're like, oh yeah, he taken. Oh, like you too late. Oh, so sad. Poor Pearson. Poor Pearson. Honestly, the only one with talent in this school. But to be fair, like they zoomed in on the two like linked arms, oh. and she was just like asking him like, oh, like have you decided who you're performing with, like for the showcase? Oh, right, right, right. And he was just like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. Yeah. So I think the celebrity girl just likes him, just likes Jason. But I mean. I mean, he didn't like push her away. So yeah, <laughs> like um, what you doing? He is a player. He is He's leading everyone on left and right. Anyways, so the school does nothing about this terror act. Like they don't investigate. They don't call the police. They don't try to figure out what happened. Like if it was an accident or not. But honestly, like what kind of flower pot just falls out of the ceiling? Like no, that like- is no accident. I'm pretty sure at this point they they know it's not an accident, but the fact that they know and they are neglecting to like go through with a process to figure everything out, I feel like that's just really lazy and like neglectful on their part. And like yeah, the chairman person was like, oh, like the principal. we have a oh the principal was like we have a reputation to right. keep. Right, that's so stupid. like the parents don't, wouldn't want to hear about all these things happening. What in the world? Like we were talking about how if we were the parents. And something like this happened at our child's school, and the school failed to deal with it. I would be more Upset. concerned with that because mm-hmm. I would want to know that in the case something like this happens that to the my child, has, like yeah, if, what if that was my child? Yeah, like, like I, I would, would want, want the school, school to, to like step up uh-huh. and like show responsibility and try to make sure to like get to the bottom of it and like yeah. figure everything out. But they're like, oh well, like it's really unfortunate this happened, but like he's all right now, so he's all right. We're Let's move make on. sure, like, yeah. Next. It's like, next, it's like the next uh, thing on the schedule. And oh is like, hey, you're not going to do anything about this? This is like a terrorized act. And the principal is like, mm, no, we're not going to do anything. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> and all the teachers, the thing, like, all I the teachers that. agreed with, um, like, the principal to, like, hey, you need to, like, stop That's, like, the thing it. that's wrong with, like, Asian... Like, it's all like oh the hierarchy um, the, uh-huh. like, they're like oh like don't speak up about it mm-hmm. even though like even if they might agree they're like oh this is not the time and place and it's like the when is the when is oh like just keep calm right now like don't be like this it's oh, like, anyways Peggy feels all guilty of course because she's the one who committed this heinous crime and um she's like clean cleaning up Hemi's, scrubbing she's scrubbing Hemi's locker because she's the one who did everything but she just feels guilty and so she's like cleaning up but while she's cleaning up Jingu confronts her and Jingu says like is this yours like the button because he had picked it up from the crime scene <laughs> and then Peggy's like what is that obviously like she knows what it is it's a freaking button like who doesn't it's know what button. it is <laughs> no but like honestly if you just ask what it like is this yours I'd be like like with no context I'd be oh, like, I'd be what, like do what do you mean oh yeah. what is that yeah I guess but it's like kind of like mm, you know what it is. You know what it you is. You know. I know you know. <laughs> I know you know. We know. <laughs> we know you know you know. <laughs> so she says that it's not hers, and um, she looks like let me check your collar or like your your sleeves. Uh, your sleeves. And all her buttons are there. So Chingu feels kind of like mm, oh, okay. like maybe I like took it a step too far. Maybe I jumped to conclusions, but it's like 
Um, you could always have a spare. Like she could have just. Yeah. Oh my gosh, she had one so on. quickly. Like where? Did, yeah. When did she sew that back on? Anyway. Anyways, so um, Picky starts crying and she says that like, even oh if God. all the other people think that it's me, can you just believe me and just be on my side to Jinguk? And <gasps> Jinguk's like, okay, okay. <laughs> Like, literally, oh I think gosh. this is an accurate portrayal of, like, guys, like, how their minds work. Like, yeah, so he a- was, like, caressing his hand, too. Like, oh, know, my like- gosh, she reached forward and she grabbed <laughs> and she his hand. She grabbed his hand. She was like, please be on my side. You were always on my side. Like, you vouched for me. You found me my um, pendant. Like, can't you be on my side and just trust me? And he's like, okay. Okay. <laughs> oh, my he's gosh. Like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, so as long as a girl acts weak or, like, asks for help pleading them with, like, these puppy dog puppy eyes, dog like, eyes. you can get them. Man, this drama. It's a mess. <laughs> Everyone's messed up. Oh my up. gosh. So Samdong's mom finds out about Samdong and she faints, which, like, she, apparently she has high blood pressure, so it makes sense that she would faint, but that's really unfortunate. So many people fainting in this drama. Samdong comes home and then, um, like, his mom wakes up and he's there and he's like comforting her he's like are you okay like what was the teacher talking about like you had some problem or something Samdong's like no there was no problem i just wanted to invite you to the the showcase and then the mom is like asking him questions like oh so are you like getting along with everyone like is Hemi still like into you into you and Samdong lies and says that oh yeah it's 100 percent like i know and so, um, oh, before um, Samdong finds out about his mom, Jinguk and Samdong, they have like this mini battle with their moments with Hyemi. Like, <laughs> like Samdong is saying that like, oh, Hyemi has such a beautiful smile or whatever. And then Jinguk's like, you've seen her smile? It's like, hey. <gasps> Samdong's like, yeah, I guess she only smiles when she's around me. <laughs> oh, then, you haven't seen it? Oh, you haven't seen oh, it? Oh, you haven't seen it? <laughs> And then oh. and then Jinguk's like, yeah, I only saw her cry. And he's like, and he's like, oh, she's crying. Cry. He's like, yeah, I guess she just feels so comfortable with me. Like, what is this like, what are childish? Like, oh, you haven't. She's not interested in both. Either of them. <laughs> like these two losers. It's like, oh, I'm better than you, but she don't care about either of them. It's so sad. Oh man, so funny. So and that's when um Samdong. That's when he got the call. Yeah. And so Samdong comes back from seeing his mom, and Hyemi is at the station. She was worried about his mom, so um, she went to pick Samdong up at the bus station. And then they go to this restaurant, and then they see a loan, the loan shark guy. The loan shark guy comes into the restaurant. He like kind of makes this move to touch Hyemi, but like not in an appropriate way. Just like like grab her wrist, like or grab something. her wrist, or like her shoulder, like Mm-mm. pat her shoulder, or whatever. Cause, no, because she um, got first in the midterm. Oh, like, so like a congratulatory, congratulatory pat. pat. But then Samdong like, steps in and is like, who are you? And like, don't touch her or whatever. And then um, the loan shark's like, who is this guy? Like, <laughs> like who is he? <laughs> and then um, Hemi's like, oh, he's just, a, he's just a friend of my dad. And then Samdong's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't um, know. And then Hemi pulls... Samdong out and they leave the restaurant and then um, Hemi tells Samdong not to be involved in her life because she feels so guilty that um, he got hurt instead of her. She doesn't want to be indebted to him anymore. She says that it's like the feeling of being in debt with in debt to him like is a burden 
and Samdong's like, no, like don't think of, don't think that you're indebted to me, like. But she's like, no, it feels like a burden. Basically saying that like he's a burden. <laughs> so like Samdong gets a little hurt, and then um, it moves on to the next scene where Oh Hyuk is congratulating the prep class, saying that they are the first prep class to be in the showcase in the school showcase for like the first time in history so the students can invite their parents but um i mean with this situation only three parents are able to come because pyosuk's parents can come um samdong uh his mom will come but Hemi, his dad is in canada <laughs> can't come and then um jinguk is an illegitimate child so he it's says he awkward. and he says he doesn't have any parents, which is a lie. He has one parent, but anyways, there is a broadcast, and the teacher who is in charge of the showcase, Miss Ming, Ming is on the new or like broadcasting, saying that they're changing up the rules on who can Who's participate. Mm-hmm. And she says that only five groups will perform, and the rules change. It used to be like based on the ranking of the midterm grades. But now it's changed so that the audition scores are going to be added in like the students' past It's records. a factor. Yeah. And this basically means that the prep class, they're not going to be able to participate because they, didn't, they don't have the audition scores since the three of them didn't audition. Or like they're they just did, specially or like, picked. Yeah, they were specially picked, so they, didn't, they don't have an audition grade or like the audition ranking. But Pirsuk does, so I feel like she's eligible, right? Like, Pirsuk had... I don't know, maybe... Maybe like, it wasn't because, a high grade, but... I don't know, because she looked, like, really devastated when they made that announcement. So maybe it wasn't high enough to get mm. her eligible that, to that makes sense. I mean, she was pushed down to the thing, yeah. so she probably was pretty low to begin with. Anyway, so... Peki and Jason made the cut, and... Oh, this girl so Ajong, who was her friend who was Peki's friend like part of Peki's crew who's the one offered tteokbokki and mandu no but then Peki put a tack in her shoe oh that's true <laughs> that's true so it's the same girl so the same girl like she starts getting really jealous about she jealous of Peki and yeah so Ajong didn't make the cut and she was like really jealous of Peki and you could see it in her eyes and stuff she's like glaring and then she sees Peki walk into like this dressing room and she like tries to spread rumors that it was Peki throwing the flower pot at Hemi and kind of trying to start something because she knew that Peki was in one of the dressing rooms and then Hemi just steps out of, out of the other dressing room and she's like, oh, Hemi, you were here too? And Hemi's like kind of defending Peki. It's like Peki wouldn't go um, that low. Like Peki's not that she kind of person. Yeah, to go that far because only a monster would do such an act. So she's not really defending her. Like she's kind of like sounds, throwing. Like yeah, she's like defending, but kind of just like throwing shade at her. Yeah. Because Hemi also knows that Peki is there. So as she's saying that like. Oh, only a monster would do it. She like opens the curtain, which is kind of like what if she was like naked, you know? <laughs> like, because <laughs> it was a changing room. Yeah, she like opens the room that Peggy was in, and then um, they like she like just smiles kind of innocently, but like with the I know what you did oh. kind of look <laughs> with the glint in her <laughs> eye. Yeah. So the next scene is scary bob hair teacher guiding her students about the performance and um, she says that Jason and that celebrity girl will be doing a duet. And then it goes back to Samdong singing alone in the hideout place. Like he's just 
playing the piano and he's singing this song. He's and he just sings, chilling. Yeah, he's like just singing by himself. And then suddenly, suddenly, Hemi steps out into from the shadows of the. <laughs> I don't know. She just like appears out of nowhere. Yeah, and she starts joining him, and they sing this duet, which is they... like an original that he wrote apparently. Yeah. So I don't know how. How did she at know first, the words? Yeah. At first, I was like, okay, maybe they're practicing for yeah, something, yeah. like like for like yeah. the showcase yeah, that yeah, they yeah. were supposed to do. Uh-huh. Maybe they're practicing. But then like they finish singing and she asks like, "Oh, wow, did you compose this song?" Which is like, "Wait, you so just how, sang this like, song." <laughs> so you know the lyrics, but you don't know if you wrote it. Like, <laughs> what do you know and not know? And then suddenly her voice changes and it's like her face and like she's saying that she's mouthing the words, but it's actually the teacher saying like, "Oh, this is a really nice song." <laughs> In a very it's a deep great voice. melody. <laughs> <laughs> in a very deep voice and it turns out that something was just imagining singing the duet with Hemi and it was just the teacher so okay, we were so like we, we don't know like at what point did the teacher come in to play because when when he asks like oh did you compose this yourself and then like it has a great melody that was him speaking yeah but that was him sleeping then what was, was the whole deal with her singing <laughs> so we were like did did he do the duet with the teacher? <laughs> Oyuk was singing in the background. It was falsetto. <laughs> that was him the whole time. Oh, oh gosh, staring into each other's eyes. Oh. Oh man. So then, um, they have this like the teacher Oyuk and Samdong. They have this little heart to heart talk, and Samdong is like saying that his dream is running away, <laughs> and both of us we're like, wait, what's his dream? Hemi. <laughs> <laughs> Because so far he has no, he hasn't mentioned like any other his dream. dream. Like he said, he doesn't directly. want to be a singer. Yeah, and he the reason he said the reason why he came to he has another reason, which is Hemi. Hemi. So he was like saying that his dream is running away. Yeah, I don't really want to think about that part. Yeah. So, anyways, they're all upset because they can't perform at the showcase, and um, they're eating dinner at the dinner table, and the little sister is just saying like. Just casually, just saying, like, why don't you just put on the fake one? Because Sandong was all upset that his mom couldn't come. And he was like, what am I going to tell her? You know, like, I've already invited her and given her all these lies. Yeah. And so, um, Ohyok is like, oh, that's a really good idea to actually, like, put on a fake showcase. Like, first of all, it's not a good idea. That is not a good idea. That's a Did lie. Did they not think about the resources? Fraud. Like, and, um, Hemi agrees. And they're trying to explain, like, what kind of lies... Uh, Samdong told, his, told mom his mom to like prepare you know like her expectations mm-hmm. cause like they don't know what, what he said <laughs> <laughs> so apparently Samdong told his mom that he was the best at singing and dancing in the whole school in the whole school and all the students just they like, swooned over, swoon over him they fell like dominoes <laughs> and then there's this boys over flower reference like you hear that famous almost paradise that song and like the, the, w- the doors light. open and the two like Samdo and Jingu walk in and they're like radiating light and then um Samdo says that Jingu is his sidekick <laughs> and that Hemi is completely head over heels for him for Samdo and Hemi also agrees to help as well as Jingu um to just kind of i feel like they don't they didn't understand the scale of this situation they're like oh yeah of course we can just pretend and put on a show i don't but, but the teacher i feel like at least the teacher should have yeah. known like, the logistics of it like putting on a show like a school maybe like a little play 
Yeah, okay, maybe. But a showcase? But a showcase? Anyways. You need to learn, like, decision-making and problem-solving <laughs> skills. I mean, they're not learning anything from this school, obviously. <laughs> anyway, so um, the next scene is IU or Pilsuk is going to withdraw from the school. She has like the form filled out and um, she goes into the what is it, teacher's office and, to submit the, um, the application or the form. And she gives the form to Miss Mang and um, she explains that her reason for wanting to drop out was because she feels like she doesn't fit in and she can't even lose weight and she can't even do the showcase so she's like i don't know what what i'm doing here and so she like leaves the form and then jyp is like so shocked it's like to miss may like you ruined her like dreams and her wishes you crushed all her hopes yeah because you broke her wings right because if they hadn't changed the rules then um pierce would have made it to the showcase but anyways and then um, Jason asks also why um, Pirsug is going to drop out and she says that she doesn't fit in and Jason's like oh wow that's a shame because apparently he always wanted to do a duet with her someday and player yeah seriously <laughs> okay and Pirsug, like she's like thrilled she runs to the teacher's office rips up the application she's the like form secretly ripping it up on the ground <laughs> while JYP still yelling at Miss Ming yeah and then Miss Ming's like what are you doing and um Pierce looks like oh just forget this form like I'm not gonna I was I'm never here gonna, yeah I was never here I'm not gonna drop out I'm gonna be in I'm gonna try really hard and stay in the school and then JYP's like okay and then um Ohyok tells JYP that they're going to throw a fake showcase and JYP's like are you crazy which is <laughs> <laughs> the only sound kind of reaction that anyone so far has given to that yeah. suggestion. And Ohyok explains that no, it'll be okay because they're going to throw it on the same day as the real showcase, which means that um, the school be will be empty since they're having the real showcase at somewhere else. And JYP's like hesitant and he's like, oh, I still don't want to be part of it. And then the students rush in, like the four students, they rush in. And Samdo's like, oh, I also want to do some dancing for this performance. And he starts like doing this wave and JYP's like, what are you doing? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> so that's a wave. <laughs> and then he teaches them. So he's basically like part he's of the in. team. Yeah, he's in. And then um, Ohyok asks the loan shark guy to be the role of the entertainment CEO. Because there's supposed to be a lot of entertainment. Like scouting. From scouting um, during these showcases. And they also rent the school auditorium under the loan shark's name. And Ohyok convinces his sister, who is a reporter, to come to the showcase and just like bring some photographers to take pictures and stuff. And she's like, I don't have time for this. And then, and then Ohyok basically sells Jinguk. He had recorded Jinguk taking his shirt off. Okay, first of all, why are there so many creepy people in this drama? Like, how did he obtain this video? Why does he have this video? How did he think it was appropriate for him to show this video of his probably underaged student yeah. to his thirsty, thirsty cougar of a sister? Oh my gosh. And she like looks like her eyes widen yes. and like she basically immediately agrees oh to be a God. part of it. How Scary. did they air this? Yeah, seriously. Like so this was air this was like aired with the audience target like, targeted towards like middle schoolers. Middle, I would say like middle schoolers, but like yeah, like just kids in general, you know? Like anyways. So, okay, so the loan shark guy comes to the school to rent the auditorium and then he meets the other director, like the other one that was kind of sleazy uh, from the beginning, like... Who supported around. the VP. president. Mm -hmm. 
principal. Principal. Yeah, yeah. And so it turns out they were like kind of buddies a long time ago. They know each other. Yeah, they know each other, which is kind of like mm, sketchy. Mm. People know each other. Yeah, of course. The next scene is like Samdong, Jingwu, and Hemi. They all gather to figure out how to plan the showcase. And um, Hemi's like, let's go over to. I think the reason why she went over to the Lone Shark's place, like the like his store, was because there was the fan. Yeah, and she, yeah, she wanted, wanted to use to the use fan that. to um, as like a little performance thing. And then there, they learned that Wuhyuk had signed over his house to the loan sharks as like a like a tab, I would say, like for Hemi's debt. Like yeah. Hemi had a lot of debt, and um, the loan shark was saying that like I need some kind of substance, like like insurance, kind of. Yeah. Somehow. So Hemi learns that, and um, she's upset because she's like, why is he doing this? Like he's supposed to be a bad guy because he stole her mom from the family from her family like he's supposed to be the bad guy but why is he doing all these good deeds like he's making it confusing yeah so he's like so she basically tells him that like you're still a bad person like it doesn't make like you don't a forget person. that mm-hmm. and then she storms out and Jingle follows and Samtung's like you got a loan for this showcase and he's like I thought you were doing the showcase for free like country bumpkin um, <laughs> Nothing's free. <laughs> That's what the loan shark said. He's like, oh, you naive little child. Nothing <laughs> in this world is free. Samdong feels guilty because it's so expensive. And, but oh is saying that, oh, he didn't do it for Samdong. It's not for you. It's not for you. It's for me. He says it's for himself because he wants to see their stage performance. Like their potential, yeah. basically. And he's like, oh, just think of it as a very expensive ticket. Like, Okay. Like, I don't know what kind but of... But, like, like... Who are you going to see? It better be, like, all the celebrities in the world. Like, BTS better be there. Like, Beyonce he's better be there. These, Michael like, Jackson better come Like, he better come life. back from the grave. Like, <laughs> bless us with his presents for, like, $900. Like, and he's just Wait, is it 900 I think he said, like, the total amount for, like, you know, renting all these, like, amenities oh. and stuff. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so Himmy had stormed out and Jingu was chasing after her. This is another drama trope and Himmy runs across the road while the <gasps> light is red. Like the, what is it, the stoplight is red, but she just runs across. This is a very common drama trope and Jingu runs again and runs after her. Yeah, and he like tries to stop her and they're like standing in the, in, the the in the middle of the road. In the middle of the road. You know, with cars, with cars passing, yeah. Like, does she not see them? <laughs> so dangerous, this movie. Like, it really is. I mean, this drama. So many things. Yeah, but this is a very common uh, Korean drama motif. Walking across the road. With the incoming lives, traffic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyways, um, Kami explains that Ohyeok needs to be a bad guy, but he's so a- he's acting too nice or like Basically, doing all these two just nice things yeah. and she feels like she's doubting her dad and she feels sorry for the dad like for her dad because Oyok is seen coming to be more of a good guy in her mind and she feels kind of conflicted like who do I trust like this guy who is really nice that took me in versus the dad who threw, threw them away <laughs> abandoned them and left to Canada and also her, built up his, on a, a tremendous amount of debt yeah like this guy just mortgaged his house for your dad's debt. I don't like her, her dad I feel like it's is a pretty easy. Yeah, choice. her dad is kind of fishy at this it's like point. Like a sketchy like, character. So sketchy. And then they both go home. And then as they're walking into the house, Jingook sees his dad, 
like his dad is coming out of the car and he's all angry and his hand like he's like clutching the um the invitation which he didn't send i we're guessing that it was ohyok who sent it because i mean jingkook said that he has no parents but he knows he has dad so. yeah so um the dad is very angry so jingle comes up to him he's like what are you doing here and then without an explanation of course of, of course. course the dad slaps jingle I'm surprised it took what is this five episodes? Yeah. For a slap to come out, that's pretty. No, there were slaps. Before. Oh, there was. Yeah. Okay. Well, course. never mind. Well, are you remember Kimmy and Becky slapping each other? Oh my god! Yeah. You're right. <laughs> okay, but like a like a parent child slap. Oh, parent child. It was slap. a long time coming. Oh yeah. Yeah, it was. There always has to be the arch enemy slap and then the parent child. The parent slap. child. Slap. And then like the the lover's parent slapping you. Oh yes, and the water throwing. Oh, the water throwing. And of the, the the envelope with the oh, money. Oh, slide envelope. <laughs> Just disappear quietly. Yeah. So, okay. So, anyways, uh, and that's how this episode ends. It ends with a slap to the face. Yeah, so this episode, like, I feel like it was short because nothing happened, but also it was long because nothing happened. Like, there weren't a lot of things to talk about since, like, nothing much happened, but watching those moments where nothing happened was kind of too draggy. You know, like, they could have made this drama so much shorter. Yeah, like, it could have ended by now. <laughs> Seriously! <laughs> and there are so many scenes, unnecessary scenes. <sighs> We're not even, like, halfway there. We're, like, a third of the way. Yeah, we can do it. This is great. But I, I feel like next not. episode, it'll be... If it'll they be start the showcase next episode, I think it'll be <gasps> Oh, better. wait, I forgot to mention. Know. So at the end of episode 5, like <gasps> usually there's like this preview to the next um, episode, and we were kind of waiting for the preview. But then we see like the whole... What was it, like 30 seconds? Like No, at, it was a good minute. <laughs> it was a good minute. At the end of this episode, and Jason is just dancing. It's just, you know, a clip of him just dancing. Just facing his reflection at the, the same, 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 the same room. practice room. The same practice room that Jingle had his solo dance. It With his hand Jason. on the mirror. Yeah. Same room. Yeah, I don't, know I don't like that room. There. I don't know why that was necessary. Probably for the fan service. <laughs> for his fans. Yeah. Probably. I'm not his fan, so I wasn't, I wasn't really into it. <laughs> I'm like, what the heck? I want to yeah, know what happens next. I, I know. All I got was some dancing. <laughs> Wait, do you watch all those like preview ones in like other dramas too? Of course, because I want to know. Sometimes I do, but sometimes I don't. Because sometimes I want to keep the, keep the suspense. Like, oh, what's going to happen next? Because some of the, especially like if you watch the old dramas, like if you rewatch the old dramas, like those few seconds of the Does preview it gives stuff away it gives stuff away it okay, like well, I basically the summarizes the preview the next episode <laughs> see like if they can if they can like basically sum up the whole episode in a few seconds in a in a preview yeah this what's the is... point of a, a full hour long Seriously, drama is it even an hour i feel like it's more than an hour is it not was it i don't know it's too long these episodes are too long <laughs> by the time we finish this it's gonna be 15 hours of dream high that we watched. 16. 16. <laughs> Yikes. I don't know how many more English exclamations I can take. You know, I have to listen. I'm editing this, so I listen to it again. <laughs> oh, yeah. You have to listen at least twice. <laughs> oh, man. Anyways, so that was it. Can't wait until episode 6 when they... I feel like they will do the showcase. 
Next you never know because a lot of past episodes I thought, oh, you know what? The next episode is going to be really exciting because this is sure <laughs> to happen. It didn't happen. So, oh, that's true. I'm kind of apprehensive about getting my hopes up, but we'll see. Do you want to go to this school if you had the chance? This school? Yeah. Heck no. <laughs> yeah. Everyone who goes is a psychopath. Like, I don't want to so have sorry. to worry about getting a flower pot dropped <laughs> on my head while I'm taking out the trash. Like, let me just live in peace. Seriously. Like, I came here to dance and to debut and become a K-pop star and not to, like, have fight to people and, like... <laughs> and my life be risked. <laughs> risk my life every day. Have loan sharks visit the school. Like, oh what in gosh. the world? Have my teachers sing a duet Lie to you. Me. <laughs> oh my Lie to me. Sell his house for me. Like, that's too, <laughs> too much drama for me. Yeah, oh my gosh. I won't complain about high school anymore. Like, <laughs> high school was fine. Oh, man. We study hard kids. I don't know, like, do they just... Like, the whole school is just... A mess. <laughs> I also noticed, you know, so they have, like, upperclassmen in this school. Yeah. But, like... I don't understand how, how they does have that classes. Work? Yeah, you know, it's like, like either you're ready to move up or not uh-huh. based on your skill and how you're improving. Maybe upperclassmen just they all have been their there own... for longer. Oh no! So you mean like, because that makes sense because they said there's a debut class and then there's an art class and then there's a prep so maybe class. if you move up to a different class. So but it's anyone not by who's like... been in school for longer than you is a sombe. So maybe it's just anyone except the new class is a sombe. That's like. How do you know how long someone will be in that school for? <laughs> when do you graduate? Like, what, if, what if you have a friend and like, one day they're you... gone because they've already debuted? <gasps> so does that mean like debut means graduate or like they graduate Yeah, like how without are the graduation debuting? ceremonies like supposed oh, this to work? School this school is just a mess. mess. <laughs> it's a hot mess. Like I don't know. This There's no, like no wonder no one knows what they're doing. Yeah, there's like, no just, explanation. It no just nothing. was not a good idea. They're saying, like, oh, it's always a tradition, but, like, where? <laughs> like, like, there's no rhyme or reason to the school. How do they have traditions? <laughs> like, they're always changing things up whenever they yeah. feel like it. All of them are psychopaths. Like, the audition, like, apparently that was changed, and, like, the special recruit that was changed. They, they don't have any traditions. I don't know why they keep saying traditions. Like, yeah. Uh, I think that's it. Anything else that you remember? Not particularly. The only, like, scene that really stood out to me this episode was the pervy Nuna moment. Because that was just really shocking to me. Oh, and the, the voice change. Oh, yeah. From Samdong Sam Sam the teacher. Mm-hmm. Honestly, yeah, all in all, true. this episode was not all that memorable. It wasn't. Like, things did happen, but I feel like this is another more filler kind of episode where, mm-hmm. like, they're trying to show, like, how they're going to prepare for this showcase and kind of setting up the scene for it but, but it's like, i don't really care to know like this episode <laughs> was i feel a little bit unnecessary like yes Hamdong needed to go to the hospital and that part why I didn't understand. they just send him and like let like, him out <laughs> <laughs> oh was yeah so much... he wasn't even there for long they were like they yeah they were like they were like he needs to um be more in the hospital like he for longer right and, he then, left. and then they like took him out they discharged him everything's a mess everything's a mess yeah. Oh man, I kind of want more. Um, if they are going to have more of these filler episodes, I want more scenes with the little sister, cause she's cute. She's like the only tolerable person in this. Really, drama. sometimes I feel like she can be a little annoying. Everybody is Everyone's annoying in this. Everyone. In this drama. Man, I'm just shocked at Peggy's like two-faced when Jinguk's there and when he's not there. Like, oh my gosh! But actually, props to Eunjung because like. 
I feel like she like did she portrayed that very convincingly like when oh, she like just like face. suddenly like changes oh, yeah, like her face. Like, <gasps> yeah, that was scary. It's scary. Yeah. It's like a psychopath. Like she was like, how dare you? Like you must be like feeling really confident right now or whatever. Like and then suddenly she turns around. Why are you doing this to me? Like seriously, I thought we were friends. Oh my gosh, scary. Watch out for those people. Also, we noticed that the style, maybe it was the style back then, but Jungkook's eyebrows oh my and Samdong's eyebrows are very, like... Untamed. Yeah. <laughs> I think Jungkook has a unibrow. Like, a uh, very faint, very faint. Like, the middle part is kind of faintly connected. connected. <laughs> I don't think that was a trend. I just think they didn't pay as much attention to eyebrows. Yeah. And no one cared about eyebrows back in 2010. 2010. Yeah, 2010. That was a recent phenomenon. Wow, this so much has changed. So much has changed for Anyways. the better. I would, I would say. Oh yes, definitely. Like these days, like everybody on TV, they have perfect skin. It kind of makes me mad, honestly. Yeah. Like, dramas like this, at least they look like real people, and yeah. it's like, oh, like I can relate. Like that could be me. But when I see dramas these days, it's like they have flawless <laughs> skin. <laughs> like obviously they're rich. Even the guy, even like the guy, like the male characters. They even have, the old ones. Yeah, they have really nice skin. So jealous. Anyways, we digressed. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this episode. Despite it being very dry. Yeah. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at KDrama in room 343. No spaces, all lowercase, number 343. Okay, and we'll talk to you guys in the next episode. Have a great day. <laughs> Bye! <laughs>